Welcome to Flow with Armand Asadi. All right, let's talk about facts. Truth. You know how obsessed I am with truth, and you know that I love exploring the different ways in which we view this, both subjectively and objectively, and the pursuit of fundamental objective truths. Now, truth and facts in general are something, along with many other things in our world, that have become extremely politicized. Everything is politicized. By the way, I am so sick of this virus. Um, It has affected people I love. I have lost people to it. But I am at a point where just the news and the constant fluctuation of Delta this and plus that is has just inundated inundated my life and I would love so much to be able to put this in the rear view and one of the questions I've been asking myself lately is is that even possible will we be able to put this in the rear view will we be able to move forward and live in a world where that isn't ever present constantly um, because even if we escape from the news the traditional news outlets in particular it still exists everywhere we go. It's very much still a reality. You go to Trader Joe's or a grocery store, especially yesterday I was in Los Angeles, it's masks on right now there. And so there's still so much that's ever present. And so this brings up the discussion of facts. Well, what is true about this virus? What is true about censorship in particular? Another topic that I would like to tackle, but I'm kind of terrified to tackle. (laughs) Um, because it's such a huge one. And I think I am going to have to really take that. And I've been working on it because I want to do an episode for you on censorship. And I think it's incredibly important, but this is not the moment for that. So let's take one slice of all of this, one little, one little morsel of all of this, and just focus on facts. One of the uh, arguments, and so when I said that everything is very politicized these days, the reason I bring that up is because I don't think that it should be it should not be. Part of the toxicity of politics is that it takes things that it doesn't need, that don't belong to it, and it pulls it into its realm and turns them into policies and political agendas and um, latches them on as part of their ideology because it's a way to popularize ideas. It's a way to attract people into your tribe. And when you do that and you say, this is our stance on facts or censorship, it makes it easy for people to differentiate what they believe is right from wrong. And it gives them a place to belong. And so that works really well for politics, but it doesn't really work at all well for human beings, for you and I, in terms of learning and understanding one another and connecting, because the truth exists in conversations, conversations like this, conversations when you pick up the phone, if anybody does that these days anymore, and calls a friend or a loved one and talks about things, or you meet somebody at a cafe and you talk about what's going on, and they could have an opinion that is drastically different from yours, but you sit there and you listen, and those are the facts according to them. And so really the question comes, What are facts? Well, (laughs) perhaps the more important question is, what are facts even based on? Well, they're based on truth. And they're based on an idea of objective truth. And one of the ideas that has become very popularized lately in postmodern idea is that truth is very subjective. That the truth that you see and the truth that I see will never be the same. And that that's okay. I think that's dangerous. I've talked about that before. I don't think that's healthy. And I think that we'll lose ourselves in a swimming pool of chaos if we all believe that we have access to 
a unique truth that is different from the other person. Now, that doesn't mean that your opinion can't be different. That doesn't mean that your perspective can't be different. But it does mean that at the end of the day, through the realm of ideally science, which is you know, a, a, uh, a set of principles that help us understand what the truth even is, we can land in a place where we determine this is a fundamental truth of reality. We have to at least arrive at that point. And so that's what facts are as well. Facts are facts. They're things that are concrete. They're true, objectively, um, scientifically, empirically, and we have to agree on that. And so then the question comes, and this has also been politicized, is who's responsible for the truth? Who's responsible for providing the facts? Uh, are you, as the individual, responsible for determining what is true? Or should we be giving that up to somebody else, to an independent group, to uh, the news outlets, to fact check to fact check what people say? We now have the media creating this group of people they call fact checkers doing the work for us, telling us what's true or not. We even have um, the example of if you ever been on Snopes, Snoops.com, which is like, you know, this authority on fact checking online where it's like you can go and you type, is this um, conspiracy true? And they have an article there that says whether or not it is. How dangerous is that? That's extremely dangerous because you are asking the right question by saying, is this a fact or not? You Great, great first step. Like we're all doing a great job there. But then we're going, well, the fact checkers on CNN or on Fox News said that it isn't, that what so-and-so said is false. And then we go, okay, great. Well, I did the extra work, right? I thought one step deeper. And the fact checkers, I trust them. They thought deeply about this. They looked at the data. They examined what happened. And they're telling me it's not true. Or you go online and you Google it. And you and you land on Snopes or Snoops or whatever that is. And it's like, well, Snopes says it's not true. and Or it is true. And okay, great. I did that. But Naval Ravikant, one of my favorite thinkers these days, posted something um, that, that kind of inspired me to go on this rant. I'm going to show it to you right now. He says, fact checkers are just fake authorities anointed by the media according to fact checkers. <laughs> so let's just, let's just deconstruct that for a second. These fact checkers that we are giving the, the, the rights of our brain and our realities to, we're, we're letting them determine what is truth, are just fake authorities. So what is an authority? An authority is someone that we trust, that has been put in a position of power and prestige, and uh, we are taught to trust these people, but they're fake authorities, and they're only anointed by the very people that have deceived us, which is the media, according to these fact checkers. So fact checkers are fact checkers according to fact checkers. <laughs> <laughs> and this is really great because, you know, someone responded with, can there ever be an independent fact-checking company? And I agree with his response. He says, any discipline or institution whose output is to tell people how to think and behave eventually gets co-opted and corrupted, meaning some other entity or group will eventually come in and take over or with money and politics, corrupt the uh, good ideal that they initially set out 
uh, to, to sort of, you know, put out there in terms of like, we're going to put facts out there. We're going to check facts. Only disciplines and institutions whose output tells us how to manip- manipulate nature, tools, and systems can stay objective. So let's break this down because I really agree with this. Look, he's ultimately saying that any group who is responsible, whose output, meaning what they create, what they put out, is responsible for telling people how to think, is always going to get manipulated. Why? Because there's a lot at stake. So if anybody ever has the ability to tell you what to think, how to think, what to say, what not to say, there's so much at stake. We're talking about power. We're talking about controlling the narrative. And so ultimately what's going to happen is some level of corruption is going to show up. It's like if there's corruption in a soccer game with a referee at times getting corrupt or co-opted or even at worst bribed and paid off, of course it's going to happen. If it's happening in sports, of course it's going to happen when you're controlling the narrative of society, which determines who becomes president, where a dictator rises and falls, I mean, where wars happen and don't happen. We're talking about the most important thing in the world. And so, Naval goes on to say, only in institutions where what they're responsible for, their output, is to tell us how to manipulate, and manipulate is, is, a, is a strong word here, but really it just means how to play with and 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 mold nature tools and systems can stay objective so it's like you know in the realms where you learn and you teach people how to learn and how to think and how to use tools that they can then use themselves to understand what facts are only those can stay objective which really brings me to i think the most important part of all of this which is my uh personal belief and one that i think um I would like you to I would like you to think about. We place so much responsibility on other people, and especially our generation, this generation of the internet social media generation, the topic of censorship, which I said we can get to in a different video in a different episode. The whole conversation is who is responsible for censoring? Who is responsible for protecting me? Who is responsible for making sure that there's no hate speech or that there's no racism or that there's no lies being told? Who's responsible for that? And I'm conflating a couple things there. I want to be careful because when we're talking about hate speech and racism, that's not the same as talking about facts. So let's focus on the facts. Who is responsible for making sure that the things that are set online are factual. If you give up that power to any individual or entity, they will, it is, it is inevitably going to be corrupt and what you will be fed as the fact will never be the truth as we just went through and observed. It will never be the truth. So this idea of believing that somebody will ever know what's best for you is so dangerous and so false. And you know why we don't like this idea? You know why we're really uncomfortable with my sort of what I'm gonna propose to you? What I propose to you is that you and I ultimately ourselves are responsible for the truth. We have to do the work to upgrade our minds, to learn how to learn, to learn how to disseminate and understand what is true from what is not. How do we distinguish, excuse me, how do we distinguish what is true from what is not? That is on us. And the moment that we give up that right, that 
um, that ability to think independently, or really, it's a responsibility. The moment that we give up that responsibility and we place it in someone else's hands, it doesn't end with facts. It ends up in a situation which is one we're in today in the United States where we have moved into a world where we're giving up everything to these groups of entities that are sitting there saying, we know what's best for you. We got you. We can take care of you when it comes to all the stuff that's going on socially, politically, uh, economically, and uh, medically even. We know what's best. We'll tell you what's best for you. Trust us. We got your back. We're following science. We're doing what's right. But unfortunately, there's corruption. And it's not their fault because the reality is, I believe, intentions are usually good in situations like this. But if you've ever been in a company where intentions are good and things just start moving in the wrong direction, nobody's going to raise their hand and say, this is wrong. Why would they? They're going to lose their job. They're going to look bad. They're going to be a black sheep. They're going to be an outcast. So what you have is over time, more and more corruption, one individual, two individuals, three individuals. Next thing you know, this whole thing has become something very different from what it set out to be. Facebook was something very different when it first set out to connect people and provide a social you know, ID and presence for people to connect the world. It's very different now. You know, this is a, this is a conglomerate. This is a data company. This is a company that understands human beings better than anybody else in the world will ever. Knows more about you than you may know about yourself. And so what you have is we're saying to these entities, you be responsible. You tell me what's true and what's not. And that is extremely dangerous. And I would like us to think about these things because I think that in the spirit of personal growth, in the spirit of the journey of living the most fulfilled life possible, protecting your mind, knowing what is true from what is not, and knowing what is a fact from what is not, the responsibility is on ourselves. And the reason we're uncomfortable with that, in summary, is because it's difficult. It's difficult to sit there and take the responsibility and place it upon your shoulders with all the other responsibilities you have. Oh, fuck. Now I have to learn and understand how to distinguish what's false from what's true, what's a fact from a non-fact and bullshit from not bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We actually do. And it's not easy, but it is our responsibility. It's our responsibility to create the life we want for ourselves. It's our responsibility to understand what the rules of engagement are. It's our, it's our, a lot of things are our responsibility, but we're kind of weak these days, right? We've lost our allure for the hero's journey. Uh, this is something I talked about in a recent episode in an interview. I believe we've really lost that. And this victim mentality that has perpetuated society is where we're sitting right now, where we're in this state of, at times, and a collective level, in a state of learned helplessness, which is a great phrase, and I'll link to it in this, in this episode for you to learn more about, this state of learned helplessness where it's almost like we've suffered over and over and over again, and so we're just helpless now, and we've learned to be helpless, and so we're sitting there, we're saying, I can't get out of this, I can't try again, I can't learn again, you do it for me, you figure it out for me, and that's not going to work, my friends. That's not going to work, folks, and so... Let's stay courageous, let's stay strong, let's stay aware, and let's do the work. On a fact-by-fact, topic-by-topic basis, we have to do the hard work of determining what is true from what is not. We have to believe in fundamental, objective truths, because without them, 
we are lost. Thank you for watching. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you are subscribed to my podcast on Apple and Spotify, wherever you're listening. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It would mean a lot to me. Things are going amazing and I want them to keep going amazing and I want these videos to grow and get out and these episodes to get out in front of more people because this is important, serious, fun stuff. Until next time, peace.